Hi, I'm Joey. Hi, I'm Brian. And you are listening to In the Middle with Joey and Brian. Woo! Yeah, it's a party. <laughs> um, excellent. It's a nighttime here. It is nighttime. It here. is nighttime. I'm moving a lot. I'm just, I was already starting to move and make sounds. I'm trying to get better about it, you guys. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, and we thought today we would talk to you a little. Uh, we're going to keep it a little on the shorter side today. Um, we did want to keep to our promise and deliver one every week and we, we must we don't have any in the bank yet to uh just pull out yeah so so right here we now, are we're working just to come to you every friday yeah. religiously yep and joey's on call this week and i have some filming so we're just like life is happening and we're like no we've got to commit and we've mm-hmm. got to keep it up so even when we're happy or sad or things are weird out there we're gonna figure it out so mm-hmm. i think that's an important oh maybe we talk about that about weathering uh 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 what is it called? Um, making it through all weather. I, I don't know. There's a saying. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, but what, we're, what we actually are going to talk about is uh, past and present and nostalgia and sort of hope for the future. And, you know, I think we're in a crazy time and it's difficult sometimes to go, oh, uh, you know, I'm a little terrified of the future, to be perfectly honest. Who knows what's going to happen? But, and then there's this love of the past and, you know, of my childhood and the safety of family and of simplicity. Um, and I think we're all kind of, I almost think we kind of touched that in COVID times, mm. like where we were all kind of, we just sat at home and work was canceled and all of that. So I think we're in an interesting time where we touched that and now we're getting back into reality, quote unquote. And it's hard. Yeah. Um, as you were just talking, I was thinking in my mind, just processing. And um, I'm curious if, um, like, sometimes when, when I say something like, oh, we're in crisis, it sounds so dramatic. And it doesn't maybe need to be, we can acknowledge the crisis, we are in crisis, but mm. it not be a dramatic thing and just be like, oh, this is something that we need to acknowledge that is hard for everyone. Yeah. Not based on the fact that work's hard or like you don't have a job or whatever you're choosing to focus on that's trying to identify or associate with the crisis that you're feeling that we all feel. We're all feeling this tension and this, mm. there's something's going to happen or some, it's not even something's going to happen. It's not even having to be that dramatic. We're just all very uncomfortable right now. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I'm always like, oh, the rise of technology. Like, we are in a time, uh, an unprecedented time in terms of global communication and global networks and what all the different relations butting heads and all the different types of people really butting heads and how do we... Um, you know, work with each other or against each other in order to make the world a better place. Like, I'm always like, what, uh, what would be needed to bring the world closer rather than tearing us apart and trying to get our own um, goals done, like each country trying to get their own agenda uh, put forward when it's, it's like, oh, no, there's, there's bigger shit happening. Like, and uh, we should be able to fix these, some of these things and it's just not happening. When someone is um, going through mental illness or not in a state of mind to want to be a, uh, an ambassador to let's fix the world and save the world and make it a better place because they, they don't have it to give, mm. um, what message can we give them? Uh, or how can we understand what they might need mm. in order to... Um, sometimes it's just... Otherwise, it feels very like, uh, what's the word? Like, we're just, it sounds wishy, not wishy-washy. It just mm-hmm. sounds like 
It sounds like good empty intentions promises. with no, yeah, empty with no, promises. No, yeah. no deliverance, yeah. no delivery. Yeah, I mean, and that's something that nowadays, it just feels harder and harder. Everything feels harder and harder. Like, it actually feels like technology is getting more difficult. Tech, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's something here. There's something here, and we're figuring it out. Uh, we went to the Banksy exhibit here in LA on Saturday, and oh my gosh, um, it evoked something in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it correlates really well with this, um, how... You know, it's very much just bringing to the attention to to the fact that um, to be awake for our lives and notice um, not what's going on, like conspiracy theories, what's going on, but just be aware that that, um, our thoughts and our behaviors and how we choose to behave in the world has impact. It doesn't matter who you are, how big you think you are, how rich or poor you think you are. It doesn't matter. You have an effect on this planet and this lifetime being you. What are you doing with it, right? Mm. Are you just kind of just kind of laying low and, and not stepping up and not t- but taking account or being accountable to the fact that you have uh, as much of a purpose and a and are expected to to make your life yeah. meaningful? Yeah, I mean it's really interesting. Like purpose, is, is, that's what I was going to like. We all have a purpose here on this earth, and it might be to be a president, and it might be you know do this other thing that doesn't feel so lofty, but it's it's as important to the world. It like needs to happen, um, and I think it feels like, and I think this is social media in some ways, and I think it's unawareness of what's happening around you. It's like getting so blinded in our phones or something that we're just not aware of. Like it almost creates doubt and fear in us that we're not on the right path when actually we just might be. Um, but do you not think it's kind of partially designed like that? Does that make sense? Like, like the world or? Yeah, so not, not well, algorithms the or. Yeah, oh, yeah. Subconsciously, like we're thinking it's oh. our fault, but it's programming, right? Yeah. So, you know, how are we at the mercy of how do we, you know, wake up to then be like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore yeah i mean it's it's interesting because we also we we live in this world like we live in this society and we're given these you know we are in a consumer world we are in this you know state so like i mean my journey with social media as an actor is actually has been ups and downs in terms of what sort of dopamine kick it hits it gets me and then other times when i'm like oh this is awful like and realizing that, oh, I need to be very controlled about what I put out there because I just, it needs to not matter. So I, I just, it's about learning my relationship with social media. It's not the same as everybody else's, but learning it and then going, oh, it doesn't control me anymore. Um, so I don't know, does that answer your question? Yeah. Um, I think having gone to the exhibit, um, it, it moved me why I'm trying to figure it out or pinpoint what it is, what it activated in me. It's almost like wanting to be a participant to life rather than a spectator to life. Mm. Um, and what does that look like and how do I do it in my own small little way? Mm. Um, and what am I comfortable with? Um, an example would be, and I'm not going to go into detail because that's not what this uh, podcast is or this episode specifically is about, but I chose to post something yesterday that allowed, made me very vulnerable to being attacked. And um, I knew that full well prior to even posting it. And I didn't really care because I, I want to stand for what I believe in and um, speak my truth. Um, if, I'm, if we're not all speaking our truths, irrelevant to whether our truths are different, there's a problem and there's a disconnect. And we have to be able to just be transparent and clear mm. about what we're about and what we think <clears> and, and articulate it and not be afraid or ashamed to or, or shushed or quietened to 
uh, be suppressed in some kind of way. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, it's very funny also when the last elections happened and I was posting things, I remember both sides of the table, my, you know, people in my family and then people I was very close to, both of them were like, Brian, stop. Like, don't post things, don't get involved anymore. Like, don't, like, you're riling up these people, you're riling up these people. And it really affected me. Like, it really caused some issues in uh, relationships and friendships. And it, it caused some, like, real strong issues uh, that I was like, oh. Like, it almost, I, I'm just laughing because when this happened, we were talking about it earlier today. And when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, you told me to stop posting. And I was like, oh, my gosh. No, you didn't. You, you didn't know me when this was happening. But it, it was so strong in my mind that I was like, oh, no, you, you were someone who was telling me not to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, that was, that was three years ago or two years ago or whatever. So it's very interesting because I used to be way more outspoken. And now I don't feel like I'm not outspoken, but I feel like I'm way more, like, I know what I put out there and who I'm talking to. Like, oh, this is why they were telling me it doesn't change anybody's opinion. That's why. Yes, but... Um... When you're saying something to evoke uh, someone else to be stirred up or riled up, um, the intent is wrong, right? Your intent is purely to have some kind of debate, right? So, well, it's ego, yeah. Is it ego? I mean, at that point, it sort of is. Wanting a debate? No, no, no. It's, oh. But it's, but it's uh, the first part of that that you were saying it felt like ego. Yeah. Um, Where you're just wanting to stir up drama. Right. That's, right. yeah. Uh, versus be seen, be heard, um, I want to just um, I want to set a tone where I can create a space where I'm comfortable to say what my belief is knowing full well that others don't believe the same thing mm-hmm. but I do want to have discourse and yeah. and connect over our differences so I can I'm malleable and I hope everybody is and together through discourse like any good debate you you don't, none of, neither one of you is perfect at it. No. You know, you're going to be debating back and forth. It's like a boxing match. Yeah. One round is stronger than someone else, one round is stronger than someone else. And eventually you come to some kind of truth where you both meet in the middle and you're like, oh, there's flaws in both of our thinking, but let's find somewhere in the middle that's, that's kind of more accurate. Mm-hmm. And that is our podcast title, In mm-hmm. the Middle. You know, something that was really interesting to me also with that is um, something that I really enjoy is when I love debating, I love it. I think it's so fun. I think it's great, but I really go in full well knowing that if someone tells me something and I eventually realize I'm wrong, I will admit it. And that's just like not our climate anymore. It's just like people don't even realize how, how they can't admit it. Uh, and I think it's also funny, like the thing that seems to make people admit it is money, um, getting canceled or things like that. Like, why why now why why do people come forward now or something like that and this isn't specific to the last thing that's just that's i'm really not digging or anything but um it is but i'm like oh wait it did sort of happen in that way but it's but it's interesting to me because in that particular thing i was like oh great like admittance of fault of learning and of moving forward has been made can we do that can we now move forward and recognize okay something happened Mm. um and we're getting there. It's getting better, I will say. There was worse, you know, cancel culture I don't agree with. I don't think it's helpful in any way. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, this also, it's like past, present, future thing, nostalgia, whatever our topic seemed to be. It, it ties in in the sense of um, we're so afraid now to have voice. opinions or voices. Um, 
but also why do we feel the need to have voices and opinions? And I think that that's going to really change how we approach what we talk about. Like, there's nothing right now that I feel very strongly about that I need to put a Facebook post up for. I do it every now and then. It's happened in the past couple of months, numbers of times. But like even the commercial I did, the, the LGBT commercial got like some flack and I posted about it because I was like, oh, I know exactly who I want to see this. And I'd love to debate about it. Um, and we did talk about it. Mm. And we didn't debate. It was just like something that I needed to address. And mm. it gave the... So it, it's just, um, you know, I think it just depends on what you're actually looking for. Well, you pick and choose your battles, right? You pick right. and choose what you want to stand up for. If you kind of stand up for something but aren't that invested, then you don't kind of post about it. But if it's yeah. something that, that has meaning to you... That's true. Um, then you stand up for it and you're willing to put uh, or tarnish your own name for it, for the well, cause. It shouldn't tarnish your name. Like, stand up for it. It doesn't need standing up for. I'm just thinking about that. Because if you're willing to debate and be wrong, you don't have to stand up for anything. Does that make sense? But to have the courage to stand up knowing that you can be annihilated. Oh. Does that make sense? And yeah, well, then that feels like... Mean yeah, it sounds like martyrism, which I don't agree with martyrism. I don't think it's a good moving forward point because then it becomes it becomes it's like religion i mean that's why martyrs were so important in religion it's like there was no way in order to uh oh man it's like there's they don't have the ability to change their opinion martyrs mm. like they will die for this god that other people don't believe in or something like that and therefore they can't change so yes they're standing up for this group and this religion or something but for the greater like the biggest martyrs in some ways... I mean, the great thing is, like, Jesus was a great martyr because it, it went to so many different religions. Like, so many religions call him some sort of prophet or something like that. So that's where I'm like, oh, that's because he stood up for something. Um, I don't know. I don't have to get into religious topics. But uh, I think it's very important to be like, okay, am I trying to martyr? Or am I trying to, uh, yeah, cause discourse? And that, I you know, like... It depends. One moves one forward and one doesn't move forward, I think. Mm. So that's interesting to me. Um, anyway, that's my rant for today, I guess. <laughs> but before we tighten a bow, uh, going back to the Banksy exhibit, I really enjoyed the Banksy exhibit mm. and I recommend you go see it if it's in your town. <clears throat> um, it, it, yeah, I didn't know enough about it. I knew some of his pieces from um, social media really um but to go and see his works and to see it in a way that uh made more sense to know what you know what his journey has been and, and what he stands for yeah um what did you get out of Banksy? oh i mean i love Banksy and i followed him for a long time so I, I saw the first exhibit in like 2016 um and i was just like floored and it scared me it like gave me Fear, are you okay? Yeah, I had a little yawn. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, oh no, he's crying. I was like, oh, Banksy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do like, uh, I, it's very evocative. I walked in and was like, oh no, this is kind of depressing. And I remember the, another person that we were with, it was sort of like, it, it didn't vibe as well. Um, and I was, and we were, I was told that. I don't know if she said that to you. But yeah, she like wasn't into it for a hot minute. Um, I don't know if it changed throughout, but definitely in the first half, I was like, oh no. But um, for me, it really strikes a chord on like what matters and why, you know, all these things that we, that we spend our time on trying to feel good about ourselves or consumerism, <clears throat> consumerism or, 
you know, uh, immigration crises. Sorry, I'm choking him. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> but um, for me, it's it's just a good reminder that oh, these are the these are the things that kind of matter. Like even if I'm going to be doing art for my life, I need to be going after those things. Not like it can be in any category. It can be about anything. But for me, it, I need to remember like that's what I'm living for. That's like to change things like that. So. You know, the human trafficking one stands out these, this past year because I was like, oh, that that mattered to people. It gave people context to things that they don't always get to see. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love Banksy. And I and I've always look forward to hearing about a new Banksy that pops up. And I'm waiting for it. Ugh, I'm waiting. Um, but, yeah, I was very excited to bring Joey. I knew Joey would like it a lot. I knew he would like it a ton. Um, and so it was, was going to be one of our Saturday dates. But mm. well, I guess it was on Saturday. Yeah. Ah, it was a Saturday date. Um, What's your favorite Banksy piece? Oh. Huh. That's hard. I mean, I, I just have so many, uh, so many pop into my mind. One of my favorite ones is like the, a lot of them about climate change always stick out to me. I'm like, here we are fighting, even fighting about immigration and some consumerism and stuff. And it's like, no, you guys, we're going to, there's a problem with the weather. Like, like, the earth is dying. We cannot sustain the human race on here in the way that we're going right now. And any other debate doesn't matter to me. At the end of the day, there's things, it's like, if it has to deal with kids, I'm like getting emotional. Um, if it deals with kids or the death of our earth, I get like, those are my favorite. Um, so like the girl with the, the heart umbrella is also one of my, I mean, it's just so, oh, I have chills. It just hurts. Um, it's nostalgia. It's, I don't know. It's loss of innocence, which I think is so sad in our world. Wonderful. Now, um, it's funny. Some of the pieces, I, I love that that's a classic piece, the girl with holding the heart. I thought it was a balloon. Is it, it is an umbrella? a balloon. No, no, it's a balloon, but it's floating away. Yes. It's going away. And what does, um, what does that mean to you? Like, when I, <clears throat> when I look at pieces of art, I try and interpret it, what mm -hmm. the, understand the message. Um, for that one, it's a pretty picture, but I didn't know what, what I forget the message what, was. No, there, and there is like a very clear message to it. It's, and it's, but I think it's something along the lines of loss of innocence, but it could be something um, more specific, like the, the monkey ones and stuff. Like those are very specific. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple of the other. Like your dreams canceled also is like one where it's like, damn. Mm. Oh, too real. Yeah. Um, I really liked uh, the one with the homeless guy holding the sign up saying... Wait, I need no coins or... No coins. I want your change. I, I want change, no coins. Yeah, I don't want your coins. I want change. Yes. So, so good. Um, yeah, I mean, anything like that where you're like, oh. And he just has like such... I was uh, reading a bit more afterward about it. And he just has such a, a gift for taking a context of the piece. So like the Queen of England, you know, like a picture of that. And then just throwing on this idea on top of it with a banana or with, a, with the, like the monkeys in Parliament. I'm like, oh my God, genius. And it's so simple, but we have context and then we have the twist. And that, if, if you can get the context of something by one picture and then there's a twist on top of it, then it's anybody can understand it. And that I think is where art has a power that language Barrett keeps us so away from. That's why it's so great that it's global. Mm. He does these all over. Like, um, art seems to have that ability more than just about anything except for choral music and maybe orchestral music, I think. Like they're just, 
it's beyond cultures in some ways. Yeah, I left feeling like it did something to me. I was invigorated, energized, yeah, or uh, more, um, yeah, just just a, a, a jolt, a bit of a, a you know shake. Yeah. Oh, it was a shake, and I I'm definitely walking in. I was like, oh no, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not for everybody. Like oh. I can definitely see how people don't like. That's also going back to the idea that we all have our places in the universe. Some people don't want to be jolted awake. And they don't need to be, and that's not their part of this universe. Some people are meant to be enlightened, and some people are not. Some people are meant to... Like, it's, it's okay. We don't have to judge it. We don't have to think that they're less or not as awake or anything like that. It's not that. It's just they're doing exactly what their purpose was here. Hmm. So, like, the, the idea of awakening everybody in the world, I'm, like, uninterested in that. You, you know, it doesn't, it's not a sustainable thing. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, although I don't think there's um, uh, this, like when getting sober, there's, you're supposed to have this awakening, right? Or whatever it might be. There's certain things that, you, that they say, you know, you'll get to the end of this thing and you'll have this spiritual awakening. Um, there isn't one big grandiose spiritual awakening or awakening that happens. There are so many if we choose to be open for it. Yeah. 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 I'd love that. Yeah. Well, Banksy did that for us. Yeah. It was very nice to see your stuff again. Mm. Um, hmm. Alrighty. Yeah, I love it. It's a day. Yeah, I just kind of was like, eh. <laughs> um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, share with your friends. Do a little rating thing. Um, click the little like buttons and all that jazz because I don't know. Us. Yeah, yeah we're, really we don't know what we're doing, but we'd love it to, <laughs> you know, mean something to you guys. So if you have any questions, send them your, our way. Yes, and in a few weeks from now, I was going to specify the amount of weeks, but in a few weeks from now, we're going to do a Q&A. Someday. So please, 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 in the comments, even submit questions that you want answered in our Q&A because we're going to do one episode that's like yeah. just answering questions. Random questions. It can be about us. It can be about the world, what we think about things. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we'll take them all. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Dance, dance, dance. Okay, bye. Week, bye. <laughs> all right, I forgot. And <laughs> cut.